special guest um not a new face not a new voice but a new soul definitely mm. a new purpose yeah mm. you could gra- you uh th- we're with chris and i think since last time we talked to you you graduated college yeah and also well, thank you so much also i converted to the church of scientology too oh so okay cool. it really changed my life wow this is gonna make this episode really interesting <laughs> yeah actually this isn't going out on the internet um <laughs> they have to get it approved first yeah or? Yeah, the the church definitely sp- um, they censor stuff like this. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck. They that. have a whole team behind yeah. that shit. That's too bad. Is Tom Cruise gonna check it out and shit? Yeah, he'll be at your doorstep tomorrow. Oh, cool. Ooh, yeah. skydive down. <laughs> fly fly a helicopter over or some shit. He shattered his leg. He was just yeah. like, and he was on Fallon or something. And they were like, oh, like we heard you got like had a couple accidents on the set. One like postponed shooting for like a year. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I um. He's like, I shattered my leg. He's like, doing like a stupid stunt. Like, it was super easy. And Fallon was like, well, What were you doing? He's like, Just jumping from like one building to the other. And Fallon <laughs> was like, What the fuck? Like, it's not just like a nothing yeah. stunt. Like, that video running, you showed me uh, is crazy. How far apart? Running were they? full clip, just, I don't know, probably like 20 feet or something. Fuck. But there was like probably an elevation change too. That video you showed me though was of him doing the helicopter and shit. Oh my he God. He did dude. the what months of training he had to do. And then like, there's a, have you seen the new one yet? No, he. There's a whole scene where like he's flying this helicopter by himself, and it's literally like it looks like he's by himself, but it's really by himself. Like oh, he's the only he's one in there except for the cameras, and like he learned how to do it all. And I don't know. That's that's you pretty have to impressive. have like 500 hours of flying time, and he's. They said that he was able to do it in like six months, but he, when you don't have a real yeah. life and like you're just yeah. working towards the role, but it was still really impressive. And uh, who's yeah. the dude that played? Who's his counterpart, Henry? Cavett or whatever. Uh, the dude plays Superman. Henry, Cav- is it Cavill? Or something like that. He uh, he even said like there were some moments where he was like, dude, I thought we were going to die. <laughs> like I thought we were just going to fucking die. Like, And we, it's like even if we crashed and survived, we're still on top of a fucking mountain and it's snowing outside. Like people can't come just like swoop us up. It's not yeah. like it's yeah. a studio or a soundstage. I don't think he gets enough credit for that stuff. Mm-mm. Also, he is one of the last ones. Tom Cruise is like the head of the Sea Org too, so they probably like trained him how to What's fucking that? fly some shit. Sea <laughs> Org, the Sea Org, yeah, it's like the highest level of or one of the higher groups of Scientology. Oh, okay. They're kind of like name? the LDR of, or yeah, right. Um, uh, what's it? L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. Yeah. L. R. H. Oh, LDR is the Lin. Oh, what is that? Lyndon. Yeah. I was thinking the president Roosevelt. Johnson. But that's yeah, Lyndon B. LBJ. Johnson. LBJ. That's FDR. Oh, okay. LBJ. Anyways, LD. Wait, what was his initials? <laughs> L. L. Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. L. Oh yeah, L. R. H. L. Ron. Hmm. A. D. D. I didn't know Tom Cruise was still a part of all that. Will Smith oh, yeah, got dude. out, right? Did they they got out of it? Will Smith. He was wait. He was in it. I thought I had, so. I didn't know that. I thought really? I heard about that. And his whole family, like Jaden and I, the kids and stuff. I don't know about them. I thought they were involved somehow, but I don't know. Speaking Probably. of that. 
J- the J. Cole tour just started, and Jaden Smith is opening for him, and he brought out Will Smith with him. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, I saw that. That was, cool. I saw that that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool from m- the previous thing that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, w- Chris knows someone that's playing oh, violin yeah, yeah. for J. Cole. That's yeah. dope. That's sure. super tight. Yeah, I saw on her story, like, she posted that uh, she was, like, she she was watching, like, Will and Jaden on stage together. That'd like, be father crazy. And son. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Did you see Russ's <laughs> house? Yeah, today? his house Oh, my toe. God. It's not even done yet. Either, He's, like, so. had to put the sauna in the <laughs> house. <laughs> and then he has a movie theater. Did you see that today? He had he showed uh, the movie theater that he has it. getting put in. Dude. I was, like, what the fuck? Good for him, dude. Yeah. Fuck First yeah. album. Well, He's, like, I feel like I'm in the fucking... The something like the Roosevelt Hotel. He's like, I got a self-playing piano and shit. And there's just a piano, <laughs> just like playing like classical music. Dang, that's, that's a trip. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it just looks classy. The house. It's not like too much either. No. You know, how, like a lot of times it's like just it's like too extravagant. It's like very simple, but like super nice. It's just massive too. I think it's cheaper to buy houses like that size. Well, he's in that. Is he? Is in Atlanta? Yeah, I he's think? in Atlanta. That's crazy. Yeah, it's massive, but it's dope. Good for him. Yeah. Okay. But ours, uh, ours is on the way. Yeah, for real. A couple years, you know. He's talking about Not private jets off. and shit now, too. Just private Brian jets everywhere. I don't know. Probably not. He probably can't afford it yet, but Dude, he's always flying on them. If he's making this much off first album, he's got so much to go. He's only, what, he's our age, yeah. 25. How's he making most of his, his money, you think? It's because he's, shows, probably. Yeah, yeah but he's 50. Fi- he, didn't, he didn't get signed like the normal artists. Like, he did a partnership. Oh, so they okay. like I don't know exactly what the details are, but they did a fifty-fifty deal basically. So, oh. like they help him I think with marketing, but he still does distribution, all his own stuff, I think. and he doesn't have to have openers. Yeah. So he doesn't have openers on any of his shows, and he's doing Staples Center. The one we're going to see him in Staples Center, which is huge for like a kind of. I mean, he's not really a new artist, but he's yeah. new on the scene, you could say. Yeah. And he has no openers, which is like unheard of. Yeah, it's gonna be Damn. wild. So that that's how he gets all it, it all goes to him, you know. Yeah. Dude, I'm kind of surprised that a lot of these artists aren't like completely uh DIY, you know, yeah. just like do it yourself, like have home studios. Uh well, I mean a lot of, pretty much everybody does have a home studio now, but uh like why don't they make just make that their main thing, you know, build their own team of yeah. people, you know what I mean? It, it's not like the old days where you need a record label anymore. I mean, it definitely yeah. helps to kind of like put the pressure of promotion and stuff onto somebody else or like the company or something. But uh, I think yeah, what you true. hear, you I've heard them talk about is like most of the most of those kids are like the moment someone gives them like any money or like any kind of attention for a deal, they're usually like, oh shit, they want it right away. And like yeah, instead of realizing their it. worth that they could make, yeah, right, yeah, more yeah, they come out of they come at them with like a big like. Um, proposal. Yeah, like it's a more money they've check, ever seen. Right? It's yeah. like $5 million. So right away, they're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in. And then they don't think about... Great. In the long run, that. they could make even more than that yeah. and keep it all for themselves. Which is kind of what Russ talks about. Like, he tells them to like... Because he also owns, I think, rights to all his songs. Yeah. Which is important. Didn't, uh, didn't Macklemore do that? Wasn't that his, like, big thing? That he owned all of them? Yeah, well, that he uh, he was part of a record label, and then he didn't he just do one on his own, like his oh, own I record. Yeah, him and Ryan Lewis. I think. Yeah, mm, I think yeah, that yeah. was the big thing about like. Couple of I remember his last we went to their album. show, like yeah. when uh, that album first came out, and he was like making a big deal about that at the show. Yeah, yeah, I remember that actually. It's kind of now. It's not really a like a niche thing now. It's like kind of everyone has the ability to do it. I mean, we make music and shit. Maybe it doesn't sound that quality but we don't have people mixing and mastering it down 
Yeah, you know, but like, I mean, like, I know people that can do that. Yeah, like, I real. could just be like, yo, um, like, I, I have a buddy, uh, another buddy who's also named Garrett. Uh-oh. And uh, he's cool. Yeah, I think there needs to be a, a death, um, a battle of the death of the Garretts. Yeah, I think there can only be one. There can only be one, dude. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, he's really good at mixing and mastering and, uh, mix, yeah, just, like, sound in general. Nice. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, we'll go hang out with him. <laughs> well, maybe I will. Let's shut this bitch down. That's what you were Wrap just in chords. school for, right? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, what'd you go to school for? Just music, huh? I forget. It was so long ago. <laughs> Fuck. Like I think it was months. woodworking. 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 <laughs> nice. Good with the wood, huh? Yeah, good with the wood. Damn. Right, we would just sand up. wood we'll all day. Doing. That's all we did. It was just like, get that. Get that shit finer and finer till it just felt like butter. Till mm. he just came all over. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Where are we going with this? What did you really <laughs> graduate? <laughs> with? Sorry. Music theory, right? Well, what was the official name of your degree? Music uh, theory. I have a degree in uh, in jazz studies. Jazz studies. Gotcha. Yeah. And musical performance, or yeah, yeah, like it's jazz studies, degree. music performance. I think it's hyphenated. Ooh. Nice. Music performance, jazz studies, or jazz performance. But theory is just like a section of the pie. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's not, not really. I mean, it's nothing to do with my degree, but I definitely had to take like some music theory classes when I was there. You know what I mean? So my specialty isn't in music theory. What is music theory? Um, music theory is. I mean, it's a really broad term for just trying to interpret the way that western writers write Hmm. so just like like basically like starting uh like kind of the of modern uh music theory most of it starts with like the study of like composers like mozart and beethoven and in that classical era like the late like 1700s and 1800s is it almost like a science or is it it's more like a from language. an art? It can be. I mean, it's like there's a lot of math involved for sure because just talking about harmony and like intervals and stuff like that, that's like all heavily involved. You that's know? crazy and the, to me. Yeah. yeah. I remember when someone started telling like it might have been you or someone told me about bars and like counting and like when rapping, like fitting in like, you know, the timing and all that. I just didn't never thought of all of that. I just thought people can't, got on the mic and were just like, blah, 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 blah. Just but bust like, it out. Yeah, and that's why yeah. I always was like mesmerized by it. I mean, yeah. I still am, but. Or like yeah. composers just like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's definitely that more of like a rhythmic interpretation rapping than like writing the music or something too. The actual music notes is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, right. Which I think that's, well, that's theory like essentially and it's like trying to explain why it's written the way that it's written or why it sounds a certain way. And then like, yeah. 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 I mean, it's definitely, um, I, I'm glad that I took, had to take classes in a lot of that kind of stuff because it definitely did open up my ears to a lot of different things, especially when you start studying more modern composers, like more modern classical, more, I guess you could say academic side of music. Um, that uh, they just experiment with a lot of different crazy sounds and like a lot of uh, microtones, like mm-hmm. um, like tones within the notes, like the written notes. Like a an, like an, a quarter step would be like in between like a C and a C sharp. You know what I mean? Like the note within that note. Yeah. How many notes Those are there? Notes. Infinite notes. 
Uh, well, in like Western music, there's twelve. Twelve. Yeah, it's just based on a pattern of twelve. So you have different octaves, but it's just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and then again one, two, three, four, five, six, etc. Like yeah. so on top of each other, on top of each other. When you're learning to write music, are you like, as you're right, like you write it what with, with the notes, the notes and shit. Like I don't, I just don't, I really don't. Yeah, know well, I mean, like, so there's two in music notation. Like there's the there's two things two main things that like the notation is trying to convey to you and that is rhythm and pitch okay so yeah there's different kinds of rhythm um that are like signified by like um a dot with some kind of flag on it or maybe like an open centered circle um with like a variety of different uh like flags with um it's like a line off of it, and then like a flag would be at the end of it, like some kind of mm. symbol to tell you what duration it is. So that's kind of what you're saying about it being a language, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It is. It's kind of so like a written language. When you're writing it, are you also hearing it in your head? Like how you know what I mean? Like is that go hand? Yeah, in for hand sure. Or? I mean, well, I mean, like it. It depends on how you you approach it. You could like play it first on your instrument or on piano or something, and be like, "Oh, that's tight," and, and then like know how to write that down. Kinda. Yeah, not necessarily. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people that could go straight from like pen to paper with their idea like already mapped out and like how it sounds exactly. But you'd have to have some kind of level of like perfect pitch or like at least like strong relative pitch. So it's usually yeah, that it's usually sense. played first and then written down. Usually, yeah, I feel like. Like nine yeah, times. I would say for the most part, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and you get better at it too. You know, if you're just, if you're especially if you're a really good piano player, the thing that that's so cool about the piano and like why most people that well, if you like go to music school, you most likely are you're gonna have to take like a keyboard class. Mm. But um, because you can just see all the notes like laid out in front of you. Yeah, um, it's not necessarily like you don't have to worry about the specific technique of the instrument although there is like like keyboard technique but uh yeah you know you can just you could simply just press everything down right damn yeah no that makes sense instead of having to learn how to make the sound out of the instrument first and then finding it yeah like a trumpet you know always takes people a while or like an oboe or something it takes people a while to like master like you said yeah the technique to to actually produce the sounds but yeah no it's it's very much like a language. I remember taking theory, but I um, naturally, like when I was playing music and reading music, I was just re- reading it like on a rhythmic level. Or like when I was playing different instruments or different drums, it had its own like uh, notation style and like placement on the scale that would just indicate what I was hitting as opposed to like necessarily like a pitch. So yeah, I'd be definitely. like, you know, the hot top lines, hi-hat, middle C, snare, yeah, for sure. kick notes, like usually like the low line. And so, yeah, but it was nice to kind of start to fill in some of those like gaps in between. Yeah. And like learning how to read different clefs is always yeah, a trip. Dude. Learning how to. Yeah. Lately, uh, I, I never really got much into like the percussion side of things, but like I've been transcribing a lot of like drum beats like isolating like listening to something over and over again and like isolating each uh thing that was you know like hit like just listening to the hi-hat a million times and getting the hi-hat rhythm down and then yeah. writing that down and then like just trying to isolate my hearing to like the bass drum 
That's crazy. And then get that down. It's like that's a, if you try to get everything at once, like at least for me, because I'm not a drummer, especially like that's impossible. I think that would be a little bit easier for me or it'd be more yeah, approachable for me. Yeah, right. Because you're probably already used to something like that. Like You could probably mimic it first and be like, oh, OK, this is exactly what. Well, and that's kind of even what it looks like, too. Like when you look at the scale top down and you look at like your placement of your body on the instrument. You kind of yeah. make sense. Your hi hat's kind of right here. Your snares right here. Your kicks down here, and you can kind of like yeah. And if you studied a lot, like you probably played a variety of whatever he's playing at some point too. Right. You know what I mean? It's not just like blind yeah. knowledge. But yeah, no, I did. I definitely learned like a lot more of the rhythm side, and not so much like the the pitch side of it. But I just naturally I didn't play a melodic instrument, so Wait, I feel like I like that's different than volume, right? Yeah, so there's marks yeah. too that indicate volume on pitch like. Is, what is pitch then compared so to volume? Pitch, I think when I think of pitch, pitch is I like, think uh, of like screaming like, or something. Uh, so to think of pitch, just think of like two notes. Like one is higher and one is lower. You know, like da or da. Yeah. You know, like you hear those are. Okay. You know. So why is that not volume? Oh, I guess because that's not the the amount of. That's power not how loud it sound. is. Yeah, right. Okay, I, if I, I was screaming it. it, then that would be yeah. like a different kind okay. of dynamic. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do. I only my only experience with really instruments or music. I did like beginning band with oh, the saxophone right at middle, oh really at, at McAuliffe and then oh I did, dude uh, that's right. You had Sissel. I had the dude with the long hair at McAuliffe. Yeah, he's kind of bigger, long hair. I don't remember. I, I don't know. Name. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and no then idea. I did um, like piano when growing up. You know, like. Little, oh, like, little nice. piano, but I don't remember like I don't remember reading or knowing really yeah. what I was doing. That's cool. For Dude, me, I, I, I wish I had piano lessons when I was a kid for sure. For me, I just sit down, especially when I have like a piano. Sorry, something to fuck with. Um, yeah, kind of like just so, like what you were asking. Like I tend to come up with ideas of just like putting my hand on the keyboard and like pressing the notes down and trying to like adjust, make slight adjustments in order to like make it sound the way I want it to sound. And then when I want to save that, then I have to, like, interpret it and write it down. And, like, that's the kind of the struggle. Because then mm. it's, like, I don't know what scale. I don't know what key I'm in unless I do, like, just kind of a – it's kind of intimidating sometimes, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Well, kind of with, like, any study, you know what I mean? There's always a rabbit hole you can go down. You know what I mean? Like, there's guys that – are deep into it and like they their whole career is just so that they can um get a teaching like job at a high-end university or something you know what i mean teaching the and exact same read, 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 read. yeah it's just kind of like an endless cycle but they don't really academia. play maybe well like they play but like their main thing isn't necessarily like getting their music out there or like you know attracting a big audience and really making their voice like a big thing in culture it's like more about like harvesting their ideas mm. and like i mean i mean there's definitely like a lot of um people like that that are trying to get their music out there but uh but that's yeah. like with anything though in life like some people are yeah it's a spectrum it's not like yeah yeah what's up with Which when is the whole point, um like speaking of listening to specific sounds how come sometimes i feel like i can hear like i'll be in the shower with music playing and i'll hear uh -huh. like a different part of the song that i didn't hear before as well, opposed to if i was like in the room does that make any sense yeah no i i hear that too especially like when i was living with my cousins because that shower or that whole bathroom was like tile so when i would have my music playing 
I got a whole an entirely different low end experience when I was in the shower because a sub would be going yeah. through the wall yeah, and, and it, then it would be just reverberating yeah, all the porcelain in the, bathroom. In, in the fucking the bathroom. bath. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not hearing something different. That's just other shit fucking with the sound, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it was just, it just like kind of like changing the levels, you know, like changing the acoustics of wherever you're listening to music is going to be kind of like, you know, being on a computer and being like bo- boost up the reverb or like mm. lower the high, uh, low down, like lower the high end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just going to have a different kind of EQ. And the setting. other thing, too, is like uh, low end, like especially bass is it's <laughs> omni like omnidirectional, essentially, especially when you have a sub. So, like, you don't have to point a sub a direction. Like, it's just going to go where it's going to go. Uh, like, the waves, at least. Where it's, like, mm-hmm. when you have speakers, if, like, they're pointed that way and you're over here in the shower, mm-hmm. you're not going to hear them. But the low end's going to travel. It's going to, like... Yeah. I've also heard, like, a, I'll hear, like, a different sound that's really in the song sometimes. Yeah, no. I've, but, I've like, it, it almost mutes And then I kind of walk out of it. and I come back. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but it's, a, it's especially when you're, I think, really, really familiar with the song. Like, nine times out of ten, what attracts people to the song is the melody. And so, like, you just kind of get caught up singing the melody. But if you just stop and, like, try to break down all of that's happening, that's making, that's, like, ma- holding the melody up. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, there's a lot going on. I'll try and guess the song yeah. if I can't. I'm like, oh, I know I know this song, but, like, it sounds so weird right now. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't tell. And sometimes I can't even hear the lyrics, too. Like, the lyrics will get caught yeah. in the wall. And I'm yeah. just like, whoa, like if it's a hip hop song, I'm like, there's like some there's a funky bass line in this song yeah. I haven't heard. Like Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, cause like for me, naturally, the way that I hear music, maybe it's just because like I grew up studying music or whatever, but like I mainly hear like instrumental sounds when I'm listening to music. Like I, I a lot of times I'll listen to a song and not even know what the song's about because I was like Focusing kind of like tuning the out the lyrics mm. almost. You know interesting. what I mean? Like wasn't like I, I I'm not typically like affected by lyrics unless I like yeah, really same. try to listen for them. You know yeah, you've I mean? said that. You've said that a lot before too. It takes me like a couple times to like, all right, I gotta designate myself to listen to lyrics and not yeah. like just get caught know. up in the beat or yeah, like the rhythm and yeah. So, would that come to? Would it be easy? So you know how we've talked about before, like if people write to music or write and then put it to music with what you guys are saying it would make the most sense to write to music already made right because then you can already see the the pattern especially if you understand like written music what Mm -hmm. do you mean like wouldn't you be able to match your lyrics to the flow of the song if you had it written out as opposed to how sometimes yeah well that's just being like uh being like versed in like genres and like just being exposed to a lot of music and yeah i mean yeah, I've just but always lyric- wondered if people write before or after. They if it's like, like if it's a it's rap and stuff, I think the it carries it car- it holds us a different spot in the song when you're rapping. It's like a you mean a, a improvisation. But if you're singing, yeah, it's like singing is like the melody then. Because so. Russ always says, yeah, Fifty and M, like they made melodic songs. He would always say, like even when they were rapping, they found a way to rap along with the melody or something. He but said, I, that was just the way they used their voices too, and like Eminem That's was crazy. willing to like get high and get low, and so you there what you kind of did feel some like movement of like pitch and sound. Yeah. That's nuts. Like yeah, you don't think sure. that all that goes. A into lot of it. that stuff is subconscious too. When you're listening to it, like it'll you'll find yourself building an emotion, and it's because they're changing their like That's their pit, the pitch of their voice. You know what I mean? And getting louder, like they could be getting higher and louder. Yeah, you know, it's like. Do they ever craft songs to maybe this is a dumb question to evoke certain emotions? Like 
110%. Every song is written to evoke an emotion, I think. But I mean, like, with the specific, um, like, I'm going to make this song, like, to try and make people, like, you, how you were saying, like, it'll build up to something. Like, do they write yeah. it that way? Like, oh, I want someone to feel really unhappy here and then feel, like, happy at the, at the end or something. Are you talking about, like, the music behind the lyrics? Yeah, I'm talking about the music. Music. Part. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I mean, it's on an individual Like, a producer basis, was though. probably... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just, I keep speaking of rap terms. But I mean, yeah, like, I mean, it, I mean, the person I mean, writing the music. probably most people, like most lyricists, like most singers, like would be able to, um, like convey to their their band or like be able, like they play some kind of instrument probably too. You yeah. know, they probably play keys or they play a little guitar or something. You know, and so that gives them kind of a basic knowledge of their side of the mm. thing. You know what I mean? So it's not always this stark, this stark, uh, you know, differences of. Uh, you know, the lyricists over there and then the musicians over here. Yeah, know. but I mean even the person writing the music. Well, yeah, yeah, I think that's where that's most applicable is, like, people writing soundtracks. Like, it's literally, like, this is a sad scene. There like you a go, sad yeah, song. yeah. Yeah, and like, so this they is use a scary a movie. We need a scary... So, yeah, but I think... Is there an art to that to making sadness. a good album in general, you think, in most bands? Like, we want to have one that leads a person this way. Well, or I don't do know. I think I kind of know what you're asking. I don't. I don't think there's a recipe... I don't think there's like something you learn to like. Oh, write the song so it builds, and d- I think it's just it's if that's if that's within your creative process to mm. be like, wow, I'm gonna pay attention to the emotion of this song, and like I want it to be a little bipolar or something, or I want this song to be very dramatic because like that's what. But I think if you're a lyricist like or like you said, with just like big bass and like if you're a singer songwriter though, I think you tend to you're trying to get like a truth or like a story or an experience out so whatever emotion is within that is gonna be with like is gonna are is gonna help you build oh yeah for sure it's gonna help paint that picture so like you're not i mean but i mean that's some of the trip about metal and stuff is you hear these really hard aggressive songs and you're like Guys that like listen to metal all the time, they're like, "Dude, this this is his heartbreak song," and you're like, mm. "Oh my god, what is happening right now?" Yeah. So there is some of that contrast too that like plays into that even side of it, but yeah. In a lot of ways, I feel like sometimes the music can express things that like lyrics or you know words can express. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it Definitely. makes you you listen to it and it just evokes this emotion that you know is just really specific to that those sounds that you're hearing. Yeah, and then like it almost the same song will always bring up that thought or that memory like it's like yeah. almost burned into your yeah soul. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of a weird it's a weird thing yeah, yeah music for me is kind of like uh it's it's like as strong of a sense as like smell sometimes yeah like if i or smell something memory, familiar yeah. i'm like whoa it takes me right the fuck back like yeah right it, back yeah you associate that with what you were feeling back then and that that's time. interesting but then you the more music i listen to the more it starts to kind of all sound the same, you know? Really? Well, you can just, it's like standard, like, one, three, five progressions, or there's just, like, very... So, I mean, yeah, there is a recipe to, like, pop music and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, when they want to make a hit, they know what they're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They want to yeah. make a That's hit. That's why there's, there's, there's formulas for that, I'm sure, yeah? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's also uh-huh. just, like, being able to read the trends. Like, what are people into right now? Okay, they're into, like, upbeat, like, major, like... Just like whatever, you know, like yeah. s- high high volume synth strings and just like a. Poots, 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 poots. That's and what that everyone. You would learn a lot of that kind of stuff in a theory class. Okay. 
um, it's just kind of like the study of music of anything, you know, just dissecting something and being like, let's see how we can like replicate these same things and the sounds um, to evoke that kind of a emotion and then like slowly like tweaking things like anything, you know, it's like looking to history and then just kind of fucking with it a little bit, you know, trying mm. to make it into something else. Interesting. It's just you also know, like, like under the, under the, like the context or in the context of when and why you're making it anyways too. Some people make music for work. Like they just have to like, yo, you got to spit some shit out for this ad. Yeah. Like, welcome to progressive. And it's just like, that's just the dude's whole job. And he's just like, fuck. All right. So there's no emotion in that. Yeah. It's country boys. Yeah. Or something, you know, it's like, or farmer, you know, farmers only dot com. But what about when farmers only the, that dating site for farmers? Yeah. What about when like, Let's say someone goes off from the normal patterns of those things. That's when it's fun. Like, I mean, because then you're like, that's when you're experiencing like conflicting emotions. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's also a spectrum of the level of you know out there. Yeah, how thing far is. are you willing? To, you know what I mean? Like, it? yeah, and that that's a big thing with uh, 20th century music. Like towards the end, like last half of the 20th century, and pretty much like the whole 20th century, well, jazz, people are right? just starting to fuck with different, like not even uh, like completely reanalyzing the way we look at music. Like mm. there's a uh, shit called serialism, which is basically math. Like it's just math and like it's associating each tone with a number and then making different, um, uh, configurations of those like and sequence numbers, yeah, right? sequences and stuff like that. And then just oh. like putting that, you know, on the page. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. it's gonna, it's gnarly, dude. Or like, there's uh stuff like there's a lot of writers for fixed piano, which means that like they took a regular piano and they put like a nail or something in in between the strings to make it have like a completely different sound. That's like so those new up. notes then or yeah, I mean there could be some notes, but it could be anything. It's just like of uh, creating different sounds. How would you transcribe that? Yeah, right. Um. I guess in the same way because, you know, with the the fixed piano, you have, like, this palette of different things that you can use, you know? So if you were to put that, like, on the page, it, it would just, just have be to be like, explicit, like, yeah, it's and it may, supposed to be played on a fixed so, piano. In some cases, oh, okay. like, yeah, it could have, like, a, it would be the same X note on it or something like that. Um, like, on, the com- on the piano, it would be the same key. Yeah. It would just, yeah, the sound like, would be tweaked. Well, especially if it, it's a piano, right? Or even if it's, like, a... They would I mean, probably a guitar put or anything else. It's just if it's a, a note. piano, yeah. they would just use There's it on like note. regular piano t- notation, but maybe like put a different kind of note head on there, like put an X or like a right. like a square on there or something like that, mm. you know, to so indicate it's something else. When people do that's when you find like new genres and sounds, obviously, right? Yeah. And that's interesting. Yeah. The piano is an interesting that is like that's yeah, that's probably the most badass instrument. Just because it's not only is it like harmonic melodic all that instrument but it's it's a percussion instrument too because like i just feel like what we were just talking about is now it's like now you're just like you said you're making sounds you're not making necessarily like designated pitches Mm -hmm. or notes and so at that point you're just trying to transcribe for someone if they were to sit down at this piano or this thing now it's not even a piano like, how do you mm. know to hit that to that or like how do you know that that makes that sound kind of thing that's me that's just all that's all like that seems per- percussion, percussive to me. Cause like when I played the rack, he would just use these random symbols and like 
also have to clarify and then obviously like as it appears again throughout the piece you know that that's what that's associated with but yeah there was some random shit you know it's like hitting the floor tom with some certain stick in the back of it <laughs> like what does that look like like yeah you know it's like that looks like a fucking x with like a diamond around <laughs> it and it's like a splash out or yeah something. i've seen some like weird stuff even for like wind band or whatever there'll be like different kind of chants or like hisses or whatever like that's crazy yeah but i mean that but it's you just learn like a stage that when the piece that. gets laid in front of you like yeah. you it's like getting a uh yeah it'd be like getting like a like a sheet of just like code and then they're like well this is like the what each of these things mean like yeah kind of figure it out yeah um remember in marchman we'd have like light that yeah so a lot yeah like the screen yeah yeah <laughs> especially <laughs> when we did that chinese show or the oh asian my show god <laughs> that shit was kind of racist a little it bit it was a little bit really <laughs> was it with los al yeah, we all had to tape our eyes back. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we all had to bleach our skin fun. yellow. A little bit. Damn, that's so crazy. We were on a rice diet for like six months. <laughs> oh my god! Damn, Fasa <laughs> wasn't playing. No, yeah, they were not. No, but uh, <laughs> it's cool, dude. And then when you're an ensemble, you know, like sometimes you sometimes you play something and it doesn't really make sense. Like honestly, like you kind of. At least, like, drum-wise, you play something, and if it's, like, some weird rhythm and you're kind of, it doesn't make sense, and then you hear it in context of everything and then just finds its place, and you're like, oh, this is exactly what, like, this groove is supposed to feel like, or yeah. this, like, rhythm we're in. I don't know. It's kind so of a what's, trip. So what's the uh, composer? That's what they are, right? Like, what's what What are they doing? Are they counting for you guys, then? The, no, the composer is the dude who wrote the music. Okay. You know, yeah, the composer con- can be anything. Conductor? Like, like J. Yeah. Cole is a composer. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, any kind of artist is a composer. We're composer, composers. You know? We're composers. composers. Yep. Oh. Justin Timberlake, he's one. Mowgli, <laughs> <laughs> when he's meowing, he's a composer. <laughs> then the conductor, then. What are they? Are they timing? What is that? Yeah, what they're like, giving you the, time. I forgot. I remember and they're also, like... They yeah, have the you whole time, score. and they're, they're also kind of like shaping emotion or how they want it that piece to be interpreted. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, but a lot of Forward. that's like in Western music, you know, and like I mean, you know, uh, familiar classical music. When you say shaping the music or the vibe or emotion, you know, they you can be like for making circle, playing? like like being really like elegant, expressive and with their hands, you know, or they could be like very strict and militaristic. You know what I mean? Uh, Staccato, so it's more like, duh, duh, like yeah, uh, yeah. They want something like yo, or like they want a smooth like, ballad, and so they're just uh, okay. they have soft an- edges it. to where their beat is. And it seems like yeah, it's maybe so for more ca- classical music because sometimes it can get so complicated or so kind of like you have to be kind of at the sheet of the music the whole time when you're playing it that like he kind of helps you like engage that emotional side like no like i need this or like you need to come down or like you need to come up or like <laughs> like you said yeah very staccato or yeah. it needs to be smooth and flowing and rolling and so some people like with egos kind of get uh, that are like nerds in the classical world that are like really into conducting they just get in the the mindset of like feeling like a god, you know what I mean? Just like <laughs> fucking shaping That's the sounds crazy. with their hands. Like that last Airbender, remember that movie? Yeah, like it's an Airbender of music. Who basically. was that? Uh, that really famous like conductor who just got caught like having slept with like a ton of guys in his. Oh, band. I don't know. He was a, like a the, ton of guys. The New York Symphony or the Boston he was gay? Globe Symphony or something. I oh yeah, and he was like 
blowing kids and guys left Ooh, and right, getting, getting massages and weird oh, shit. Oh, shit. And people were, like, dying and, like, you know, spending, like... <laughs> Wait, who was dying? No, well, like, dying to get into this, <laughs> oh. like, like, orchestra. Oh. <laughs> like, and so they were doing anything. I thought like, he was killing people. He was, ha- <laughs> he was, like, fucking boys and then having people killed. Damn. So they didn't say shit. Practically. I'm sure a couple of them killed yeah. themselves after the experiences. I mean, Dude. that's not funny, but... <laughs> just like at, I, I'd just be surprised funny. if I didn't hear about it. He was just S and D's and getting M's and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do do conductors? Oh, I mean, they ob- they most likely play an instrument, right? Yeah, most likely. Yeah, I would say you know maybe they played violin or piano when they were a kid, and they were just brought up in music. And I mean, a lot of them probably like definitely still play. That's what I'm saying. Whether or not it's their main bag, you know. What would make someone want to be? A, like a conductor, like if you have an ego, yeah. I mean, yeah. Now there's a lot of reasons. I'm sure. I, don't know. I mean, a conductor like can be. Fun, I guess conductor can be a important like person, and like you said, you spend a lot of time with a conductor. Like, it's not the first time these people have sat and played that piece when you see them on the stage. You know, it's like so. Could it be done without? He's him? also like. Yeah, I mean, for sure, especially if you have a a group of musicians that know the music really well. You know what I mean? Um, where you, they don't need a conductor to be, you know, giving them tempo or, you know, really having to guide them through the piece. The, where it gets complicated is for, you know, like, more ballad-like pieces. Like, say if you were in front of the whole orchestra, right? You got, like, 100 people watching you or more. Um, like, there's no way to get all those people to do the same thing unless you have somebody that's like, look, it's, like, right here. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, it's right in front of you. You can visually see it. Everybody can, like, visually see it. So, it's it, is there an aspect of it that's for the show, for the audience? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. If, like, if you kind yeah. of, if you let, I mean, yeah, you have to work on things, like, sectionally, and then it has to be kind of brought together. But then at that point, like, I think it does need to, I think there is an importance to maybe not even have a conductor, but yeah. to just have, like, a head of the Well, especially, like, if the like, time is, is fluctuating the a lot, like, if it's, like, really slow and it's, like, a ballad or something and the time is constantly fluctuating, like, getting yeah. faster and slower, you definitely want somebody there, like, being, like, guiding everybody through exactly where they're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Um, y- yeah. No, I feel you. Interesting. So, I don't know, it's with very all that in mind, is it possible then to say whether a certain song is good or bad? Objectively? No, dude. No, it's fuck impossible. no. You know, it's it's completely subjective, dude. Mm-hmm. Like music, it's like any kind of art, you know what I mean? It's it's not no human can dictate this is completely worthless to humanity and this is like a godsend, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that everybody needs to get on board with. Because there's too many people that, uh, like, everybody interprets things differently. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, we have a lot in common, but, you know, we're humans are like like giant uh, Venn diagrams. You know what I mean? Like, mm. we all have, a lot of us have things in common, but we also have this part of us that, you know, is unique to us. Um, you know, I mean, with as many people as there are in the world now, I don't think we're super unique. Yeah. You're unique but. like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. So like it's not, <laughs> it's not possible. So it wouldn't be like you hear a song on the radio, like, oh the timing's off on that, or like the rhythm's off on that. Or I guess you could say that, and that could be true, but it could still be like people still. Yeah, enjoy I mean, it. like you, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, you can critique somebody's performance if you know exactly what they're trying to be executing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, 
yeah it shows like american idol or the too. voice or whatever they're they're trying to execute songs that have already been done or they're trying to you know write a song in a specific style um and uh they have judges that are like yeah that was good or no nah, that was bad or america weigh in like <laughs> who was the best yeah but i guess there is like a mark that is being kind of like all right try to get as close to the mark as you can yeah um so is that are you based so would that basically be saying that american idol is all subjective no matter what i guess i mean yeah i'm sure there, there's probably needs, like dude, in, the uh, time, in the moment but you know what i'm saying like who, who's that one guy like from one of the first seasons of american idol Ruben Stutter. no the asian guy that um oh. wrote, he he sang that madonna song yeah. oh What's yeah his name? something wong or like something? a virgin Oh yeah, something R- like Richard Wong or some shit. Yeah, I mean, like everybody universally pretty much thought that that guy wasn't actually like good at singing. But there's probably a couple guys out there that were like, "Damn, dude, like when are you coming out with your next album?" Yeah, he blew up. Yeah, so, homie. But does that, so that doesn't mean. So you're saying if the majority of people are like that, dude, obviously can't. Like we all know when we hear a bad singer, but then am I even allowed to say that? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can say anything, dude. Well, I know, but <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like technically. Is there a bad singer, or is there only a bad singer to me? There could be a bad singer according to something. You know, what to I mean, the in, there has to be, yeah, right. It has to be uh, in comparison to something. Hmm. Yeah, it's like you can hear when if there's a beautiful piece of music and the singer's just not hitting it. He's not like he's not encapsulating the tone of the song. But doesn't that mean there is a right way for that song then? Yeah, right. Through a specific lens. But if he's like, but if he's like, oh, this is a completely original song, and that's exactly how it's supposed to sound, then you're like, okay, dude, like that's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, then you can't say anything about that, right? But if you're like, yo, that was clearly a fucking whatever song, and where 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 was your your voice was in in as at Mercury? What is happening? Mer- <laughs> I think I'm having a Mercury. stroke. Hmm. Well, Mercury <laughs> is in retrograde, like, right? <laughs> if he has uh, some reasoning <laughs> for that. He couldn't even pronounce its, its name. Mercury? <laughs> oh. oh, the Zodiacs, dude. They're too much, dude. They're oh, they uh, explained on Netflix just released a episode on astrology. I was going to yeah. tell you about it. Dude. Or not astrology. It was a, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the? Zodiac. It's astrology. No, yeah. what's the other word? What's the word Zodiac? for like the horoscope? Horoscope, zodiac. Isn't there another word? Astrology. Uh, is it astrology? I thought yeah. there was another astrology. word. Astrology. Astrology. Astronomy. Astrology. Maybe astrology. Ass. <laughs> okay. Astrology. <laughs> I thought there was another word for it, but anyways, there's a new episode on that. On Aquarius. On the whole, all of them. Just the idea of horoscopes. It's I so think. crazy. Is there an episode for each one, or is it just? No, nah, it's just one. Like that would be minutes. sick. Hey, there's dude. also a TV show <laughs> just came out about Drumline on there. I think. Oh, when Nick Cannon. Jesus was an Aquarius. No, no, I've seen the Nick Cannon one. No, this is like a new Netflix, uh, Netflix show. They're tapping into all of it, dude. Damn. Jesus was an Aquarius. I don't think they know when he was born. <laughs> was he really? Dude, December twenty fifth. No, tripping, that's not, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in like the spring. No, dude, that's that's inaccurate. <laughs> it is. Accurate. No, he's a he's a Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah. Typical Capricorn. <laughs> Typical, <laughs> like be a martyr and shit. Yeah. Oh, it's all from you. I'm the son of God. <laughs> what a. <laughs> did you guys see? <laughs> Sorry. Did you guys see Whiplash? Did you guys ever have like? That was good. There was like just that? some moments in that that I was just like, 
but it's just, but they're technical moments. Like there are moments that's like yeah, it makes it dramatic. Yeah. Like where his hands are fucking bleeding and For shit. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it definitely like, like the movie, over though. dramatizes what it's like to be in music school. But dude, to be completely story, honest, it? like hmm? I definitely wasn't it triggered. It a true story? No. Oh, I thought it was. Um, no, it's not a true. It's based story. on my, t- but my I mean, it kind of like um, <laughs> it kind of brought me back to how I've felt mentally sometimes you know yeah. what i mean like, like it's so dude, chair thrown at me in music school especially if you're with people that are really really good and i mean hopefully they're chill i mean if the if you have dick professors too especially you know it's really easy to get depressed and fucking down on yourself because you're like i don't have shit compared to these people these people are all like brilliant minds or you know they're just all way better than i am hmm. um what's the point of even going on yeah you know what i mean sometimes there isn't <laughs> no, that's but a, it's that's just a, not having perspective because like you you have to put it back in perspective no matter where you are in that kind of situation i mean you're gonna know a lot more about the specific craft craft that you're studying than like the average person would you yeah, know that's right. just comparing you to other people that are also you know educating themselves on it and that's like the pursuit right of anything uh, that's the yeah, con- exactly. kind of one of the yeah. constant pursuits of music anyways is that you can yeah get as good as you can fucking get at one thing and there's someone better that you would like some yeah, slight there's variation always somebody better than you and yeah there's always someone better than you yeah exactly. but can and you be better but also you're it? better than a lot of people yeah right fuck them now you can be better i mean that's Just the kidding. thing with like there's the percussion thing is trippy because you can like master like there's so many little like nuanced instruments in that cat in that category that like you could be the pro at like congas and stuff, and then some dude can just is a master shaker, and he can just shake yeah. beads in a fucking in a dry fruit shell. That's his instrument. It's better than you will ever, and you're just like, wait, what? Like, even if I spend my whole life trying to study that, like I could wake wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and practice maracas shake all day <laughs> until yeah, eleven p.m. Never, every day, never happen and you. do it for like twenty years and still not be the best person in the world at it. But that's the cool thing. But that is, so that means there's a way to do it. What do you mean? A right way to do it. I mean, like through a lens. You know what I mean? Like you could be doing that, but somebody else could be like, dude, fuck that bullshit. Like <laughs> fuck the system, dude. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like, Fuck music checkers. school is just a fucking lie, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, you know what I mean? There's no right way to look yeah. at it, you know? I mean, I in a lot of ways, music, music school is bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but there's a lot of things about it I don't like. Well, I think with yeah. anything, it gives, yeah. you, things, it gives sure. you the ability to be more expressive with that instrument. It gives you the ability to, like, like okay, when I want to convey an idea, like, I've learned how to do that. You know, or I've learned to how to train it. myself to do that. Dude, I have to admit, like, going to music school above all other things, like the classes themselves and everything, the thing that was, like, the most beneficial to me was just, like, the network of people. Like, there's just so many great musicians there, like, you know, doing what you're doing, too, and just getting, like, somebody that's been there for a while be like, hey, dude, like, can you sub for me for this gig I got coming up? And then, like, you go in and do it, and... You know, like you keep subbing, keep subbing, and then you grow from there, or you know, whatever. Or you can find people to, uh, you know, start projects with. Or and that's you the know, thing. Music like, is natural. I play like, in this this mariachi band. I think this trumpet player would be perfect for that. You know what I mean? That's you cool. Can go, yeah. Da, 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 like in your face. I think music's <laughs> like naturally like intercommunicational. Like you want to be 
interacting with someone and like getting a response and that's like where it kind of the best experience exists like especially as like an ensemble instrumentalist you know like you can do solo sax pieces but your instrument is naturally going to be with a group of instruments like same for me like i could do drum shit but naturally i'm going to be a backbone to like a lot of other melodic instruments or whatever and so i think yeah like you said it's maybe just like the communication for like just strictly like networking and growing and trying to like just get gigs and stuff but also yeah, for sure i mean that's learning I mean, different languages or learning yeah. different other other people's language and you're just like oh shit like i never yeah exa- oh that's a big thing acquiring too, ideas sure. from and people like, and like I, for showing people new my things. degree i had to do two recitals which were basically like um i the constraints were i had to like write or just uh perform a tune of like jazz from um, every specific main era of jazz. So, like, have, like, one, like, early jazz piece, like, early 1900s or late 1800s um, and or, like, a bebop tune or, like, you know, like, big band era kind of tune um, or even, like, a more modern tune. I don't know any um, of those tunes, but... Yeah, I mean, they, they weren't specific <laughs> tunes, but they were just, you know... No, I know what you're saying. The style. And what, what about it? Uh, but anyways, I had to write... Uh, you don't necessarily have to, but I took it upon myself and a lot of my other peers did to like pretty much write and arrange, write and or arrange like their whole recital. So <clears throat> like I wrote out all the parts for all the musicians on the stage. Oh, what? That's cool. Yeah. And then I just got the dopest players that like, you know, I was friends with um, that I enjoyed playing with the most, you know, and That's just sick. like put on at a concert, you know? Yeah. When you're, when you're playing like in a group like that, do you hear everyone else's? Are you like tuned into just you, what some. you're doing? Or no, sometimes it depends no, on like where my ears. mind's at. Like sometimes I'm very honed into what I'm not, I'm doing, but I mean the overall goal is to be omnipresent with your hearing. You know, to be be able to hear everything that's going on, including yourself at the same time. So oh, just seeing crazy. like how you are fitting into everything around you. Yeah, and I feel like that would be, I'd be like distract. I'd get off <laughs> like if I'm hearing a different because sometimes you guys are going at different rhythms or whatever right, right? like yeah. so would that ever does that ever throw you off or i guess if that's uh, your gift and it could it's not be really yeah, you know it sometimes it could you know if it's way different than what i'm playing or whatever and if i if it would if i was listening too intently to what they're doing it could potentially fuck me up then i would probably like you know really hone in on, t- on what i'm doing damn that's crazy yeah but it's naturally extremely you still mental like in the Right, like I mean, it's extremely like a mental thing. Everything it is, but it isn't down. at the same time. Like when you kind of find it, especially if it's it like flows. something that's groovy and it's it's repetitive or whatever. Yeah, dude. Like, like you can improvisational you can music. Like lose if you're yourself. just jamming with some friends or whatever, or like you just have something that you wrote that you just like fucking plan on. You know, you're you're just like you're not really thinking a whole lot. I mean, you can really just only focus on what you're contributing, but. You know, if you're really, if you're using it, yeah, if you're communicating with the other players and, like, bonding with them like that or, like, you know, just all feeling the same thing, creating something, one one thing, it, like, I don't know, it's, like, a unique feeling. It sounds magical. It's addicting. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) That's, like, the reason why most people get into music, you know, at least why I did. Yeah, same. Um, That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. But for me, it's, like, uh, I can't, I, I tend to hone into, like, the bass, like, but that's kind of a normal thing. Like, bass and drums, like, you have to kind of be a, a tight, like, locked unit. So Slap I think the there bass. are times where, yeah, I tend to have to tune out, like, some of the guitar shit or whatever or, like, the lyrics or something. But 
but no, if it's something you're familiar with or it's like, yeah, you can kind of just like kind of autopilot it almost and mm. just kind of yeah. like be there and almost just be like the, and those. Those are like the best times. The con pretty much you're ju the most conscious you are is when you're fucking up and trying to get back. And then once yeah. you're back on, it's like it's just like you yeah. caught your stride again and you're running. For sure. And then you start tripping and you're like, oh, oh, oh and that's when you that's like when autopilot you have to like put your hand back on the oh, thing gotcha, and then gotcha. steer the it back and that then makes like sense. let yeah. go again. No, that's almost. cool imagery, yeah. 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 You guys have both been to band camp, right? Band camp, yeah. Uh, so there's the whole joke, right? Like well, it wasn't overnight. Like we would just get dropped off and go uh, home. I yeah, I wish I went to a camp any, like that. You guys I never did. Cool stories? I'm sure Arrow Bear was like that and shit. There's I no, mean, I no did because we we would travel. So like we would travel and stay in hotels and naturally like when you have fucking a hundred kids. That's when we like, go buck nutty. And, like, dude. We were parents. just going wild. <laughs> Is there like an absolutely <laughs> outrageous story? Uh, that, yeah, there's a lot. For yeah, there's sure. a lot of outrageous stories. Oh, you know. Probably when Chat Roulette was around, that was probably. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know Chat Roulette. <laughs> yeah, Damn. we were just like, because we, I mean, at that point, a couple of us had laptops, right? Or like, it was like. <laughs> were you guys pretending to be chicks and then you like <laughs> Man, chat yes. around? Oh, that's amazing! Just you might have got me. Room. You might have got me. Yeah. One night. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's that gave me hilarious. a different scope of like humanity. Just, yeah, <laughs> of humanity. <laughs> Because you can see them, too, right? Yeah. Oh, God. But, dude, uh, there was a couple what times where, see? like, they would see that, like, you're a dude or you would, like, turn around and they would just, like, still talk to you. Yeah, keep going. Really? Well, I mean, most people probably know what Chat Roulette is, right? I hope. I mean, Chat It's Chat like a video website where you can, it's like camming with each other, but free. It's it was like free, a right? shuffle camming. Yeah. And it shuffles every time you click. Yeah. And then people would pretend to be chicks, and then like the guys would be. Yeah, it's well, chat roulette is like ninety percent dudes just beaten off. <laughs> yeah, and you don't see their face. All you see is their hand <laughs> jerking their dick off. And then if, <laughs> oh you're, if you're not like a pretty girl, then you get, like you just see that, it's and then a, a next screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that site it's still? A, up? It just can be traumatic, dude. Because you'll see it like an assortment of dicks if you That's go on there crazy. for sure. I think there's been a lot of efforts to like censor it. Like I think now if we were to go on chat roulette, we wouldn't see as many dicks, but they they would be out there. But then that wouldn't be chat roulette. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of dudes <laughs> just seeing each other. It. Like ah oh, fuck, fuck just yeah, dude. Yeah, if you're a dude, you got to be content with seeing other dudes' dicks that are doing <laughs> the exact same thing you're doing because people like, just like stop. Uh, uh, and then you keep going. Like, uh. yeah, you won't you won't last three seconds on chat roulette. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh so true. God, that's so funny. But I mean, that was some of them. Some of them we just got away with like dumb shit, like uh, like Chris staying the night in like our room and stuff, or like us like talking to girls or him hooking up with girls on the bus or just like oh, you know trips yeah. trips shit. open themselves up for yeah, dude. like that kind of shit. Uh, dude, I had potential to bang at one of my trips and. My girl just wasn't down. Oh, you're talking about LB? LB? LBJ? LBJ, Lyndon, Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking about LB, though? Who's LB? Lauren Brady. <laughs> oh, oh sh sh Name drop. Oh, my God. I was trying to... <laughs> Dude, do you know she's an avid listener? No. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, I remember that, too, but we were just watching a... Ra raging monkeys or something what did we say <laughs> like what are you doing like you you were texting like what one chick wendy or whatever too and <laughs> too many names i'm just gonna blow you names. up Darren likes the name drop blow yeah. you out no i'm talking about my ex my original ex oh izzy double izzy 
<laughs> Dude, shut up with these names. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. Dangerous territory. Yeah, dude. Does Katie listen real? to these? Shut up, dude. <laughs> hey, Katie. I don't know. <laughs> Gianna's like learned to not. So. Oh, my God. No, she actually listened to the last one. So I was like, kind of telling her, I was like, oh, I kind of <laughs> told our whole yeah, Palm Springs off, weekend dude. on the mic. And she was like, oh, my God. She's like, okay, I wouldn't really care. But now, like, everyone knows who I am. I'm like, no one knows who you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, were you super explicit? <laughs> oh it? yes, he was. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What were you saying? Oh, no, I'm dude. I'm. Repeat what you he said. got scratched on his dick. I got a big scratch on my dick. Oh. But we had we just were smashed that all hurts. over the place. It was fun. We had a really fun Ouch. weekend. We re- reconnected. It was great. She have crabs. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, her nails, dude. She was like a fucking. <laughs> she was like a Viking grip on her. Sorry, Gianna, if you're out there. <laughs> I know you don't. No, but she listened, uh, and she was just like, oh, my God. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, you might be mad. I don't know. Like, and she's she like, went off, dude. Uh, she listened to it, and she literally was just like, there was nothing in there I was even worried about. Like, Or, or she, was, she said, because her and Rachel had a long drive, so they both <laughs> listened to it. And Gianna had told her, like, there's going to be something in here that's supposed to make me mad. And she said they listened to the whole thing, and she, they were just, like, waiting for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if she, I mean, like, you didn't say anything bad, bad about her. Or any, it's what happened. Yeah. I'm infatuated. She, cared, yeah, she, she embarrassed cared. about her or what? No, absolutely not. Clearly. Better not. She's the shit. So, whatever. Yeah. Boom. Damn. There you go. It's but been said in words. You heard it here. Said here. YMBB. First All right. Time. Good night. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. What? Um, we no, so, yeah. so it's cool. So, so I think. Dude, what does it say? Uh, Crazy Bandcamp stories. Yeah. 104. Is this still recording? <laughs> it's going. It's yeah, I think. Why does it only say? I don't know. Recording? It's this computer is on the. Oh, Alex, it's not dude. time. It's uh, uh, it's something else, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's whack. But uh, yeah. yeah, we can wrap this up. I mean, we. W- I kind of wanted to touch on the news story thing. The well, air- then let's do it. Airplane thing. But su- when we look, uh, just briefly, everyone knows there was that dude that stole the uh, passenger plane yeah. from Seattle to Como like airport, I think. And I think he was an airline worker. Yeah, so he, he worked must have there, been working the tarmac or something. Something right? like that. I don't know. He saw his opportunity and GTA'd it. He straight up GTA'd that shit. GTA'd it, and he fucking... I'm surprised, dude. He backed the plane out and then got it on a runway and took off. That's crazy that he knew... I mean, did he, how did, did he land it? Is no, he, he still alive? He no, crashed and died. He crashed Oh, and fuck. Did, was that his intention? Was he like... That's what they're saying. No, out? he said he was trying to... Well, because he had said in the recording, I'll try to land it. Nose, nose dive. Like he, they're saying that he was just suicidal. yeah. Because he he did see, like he said he said like I'll try to do a barrel roll and try and land. If not, I'll just nose dive and crash. Like so he, he damn. Was, in a sense, that's kind of badass. I thought it, like as yeah. we were listening to it, it's like he just he's, what he yeah, said, as he's like, long I'm as he's not man. like hurting anybody. <laughs> as long as he's not hurting anybody, just to like you know feel that much like control and like you don't give a fuck anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Yeah, he even said like he didn't want to go to the airport because he was afraid he could crash and hurt people. Like, so he wasn't trying to like. Yeah, damn, fuck. you just needed I mean, to live. Yeah, it's just scary to think. You just about needed that. to live before he died. What was the? Li- he said, "I had a screw loose. 
I didn't know until now or something. I know. He's like, he's like, damn, I guess I am nuts. He's like, I didn't know until now. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Like, he's like, oh, he seemed like a real yeah. dude. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> but he's like, he acknowledges that he's nuts, but he still like does the nuts thing. Yeah, no. Then his next statement is like, let's see if I can barrel roll this thing. What did he ask the guy? Hey, pilot guy, you think I could do a backflip in this? Or <laughs> he's like, you think this thing does backflips? <laughs> like... There yeah, was dude. footage of him. I think he did the barrel. I'm pretty sure. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that is amazing. And shit. So, I mean, the fact that he just went out, dude, the way he wanted to go out, I think that's that's, respect. that's noble. That's respect. Yeah. I, he didn't hurt anyone? No. I mean, I'm I, all about it. job creation. They have to go clean that shit. They have to clean he it. It helps the economy. Another airplane needs to be built. Round of applause. Damn, what a hero. The hero America needs <laughs> and didn't know we needed. Proud hey, you know, the America. other hero of America... <laughs> Is Mr. Alex Jones, which we said we we're going to talk about real quick. Well, we, actually, on oh. side note, we need to see the Mr. Rogers movie. Ooh, that was supposed to be good. Ooh. Is that out? It is, I think, in, in select theaters. He's tight. And we got paid for that sponsorship, sorry. Uh, what's oh. <laughs> Alex Jones got deplatformed off everything. Because he's inciting violence, or what did they say? I think it was because he was saying Sandy Hook was a... I think that was fake, part of right? it. it. It was like a super ge- like broad general statement. They didn't saying nail that, a specific like, thing. That, I think it was hate speech. It just said like that makes sense. Had hate speech somewhere in there. You know what I mean? That was just like what they were. But that's so broad. Uh, yeah. and I think there was uh, a like clip of him talking about his own show, saying only an idiot would believe it. I think he, yeah. I don't think he believes everything he says. Like, uh, I yeah, he, I don't know. And I think he, he might have been referencing like one thing. It was probably taken out of context, like everything. Dude, but, but he said that about content that he posted. Like, image. From what people idiot. say that are like, I mean, like I've heard interviews with people that are close with him and stuff, and they're just like, yeah, that's that is him. Like he, he embodied he it like that. Joe Rogan said like he know that he's admitted he goes too far with things and like yeah. Well, at least oh, I that he, said that? he said that on like the last episode, I think, because they're talking about him getting deplatformed. He's an They talked about that on, on uh, oh, oh, you, the last episode of Joe Rogan, not the last I think one it was the latest one, that, not with him, but with uh, Jimmy some other Dore. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Didn't yeah. they talk about it a little on there? He said something yeah, like he thinks he goes too far sometimes. I'm assuming that means he knows like he can be a little crazy, right? Uh, I guess that might be different than if he actually believes the ideas he's talking about. I don't know. I think he does, like, almost entirely. I think he really does buy into a lot of it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not, like, you know, about, like this. You know, you know how he sells supplements on his yeah, show, too? Yeah. Really? Like, yeah, like brain pills. Oh, fuck. Ultra brain, ultra brain pills. Yeah. That's dope. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. He's like a or witch different doctor. kinds of like uh, like proteins and shit. Like, you, if this was like 200 years ago, he'd be the dude pulling up like I got the magic potion that's gonna cure all of your cured uncurable diseases. All your cured. <laughs> Joe Rogan sells some stuff too, right? Or I guess it's another company. Like Alpha though, right? Brain. Yeah, Alpha, Alpha, Alpha Brain. Alpha yeah, stuff. on it. Yeah, I mean Joe Rogan kind of does the same thing, but Joe Rogan like really swears by his products. Yeah, no, I, mean? I don't think they're the same in that sense. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean. Well, I, I've seen I've seen some videos on YouTube of people that take his supplements, uh, Alex ones? Jones, no oh, Alex, Alex Jones's uh, supplements, um, and try to like live according to like how Alex Jones would like want you to live, like <laughs> from all the shit that he sells on there, and like he said, like it he covered himself for I think like two months, and uh, he was th- the same dude, like nothing was different, like he felt yeah, I'm sure nothing at all. That's weird shit with that. Oh, yeah. But what do you Placebo. think about him getting deplatformed? Do you think so? I guess I think part of the what I at least I heard I think from some people was the hate speech was at least for the Sandy Hook thing, like towards those families and like the victims, like 
that it was hateful towards them, saying it was all fake. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. I don't like you said. I don't think they nailed a specific, for sure, incident yeah. because he was saying that a while ago. So it's like weird that yeah. they would just now. Yeah, he's it been up. saying that shit. Well, he says a lot of just crazy shit. Like yeah. not just the Sandy Hook thing, but I mean, besides things that are just crazy offensive, he just like says things that are just Swamp far from the truth or something, right? Like, doesn't he think there's like sewer people? Or They're turning the frog scare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that video. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. But do you? What do you think about him getting deplatformed? Like, should that mean he shouldn't be allowed to be on any of these things? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, guess that's I don't the problem, know, dude. Right? Well, what's interesting, and uh, Jimmy Dore mentioned this on the show. I don't know who he's quoting, but there was like some quote by this guy saying that, like, in the future, the government's not going to decide um, who to censor and or who to silence and who to not. It's going to be corporations. Mm, yeah, yeah. So it kind of, I mean, that. it's technically they're within their legal right to deplatform him. But because, like, you know, YouTube kind of has, like, a huge monopoly on, like, the them. online video service of that nature. Um, I mean, there's other, like, small. It's like Vimeo. Yeah, right. Shit, and, yeah, it's I mean, and that's owned YouTube. by Google, and Google pretty much owns, like, all, Google owns all the broadband, too. you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Google owns most of that shit. Like, I mean, Google owns SoundCloud, I think, too. Like, oh, they shit. own a lot of shit. Damn. Dude. Because they, they have, lot, like, these project sure. houses, and they're just, like, come up with something. Come up with a platform. Mm, and then, yeah. They dump, like, all this money into it. Like, Apple does that, too. They have these, like... Sometimes they even have, like, divisions of people working on stuff that they know will never become anything, but they're just, like, just see if something comes out of it that we can, like, apply to some app that helps us fucking track something or, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. So, yeah, no, a lot of these companies are just, bi- yeah, these big boards, big monopolies. Yeah, but I it, get it's... I you saying. Like, it's the... It's a right, shift. Because they're a private company. They're right. allowed to do yeah. whatever they want. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, you're allowed they're to... They're providing work. a service. Yeah, yeah, they're providing a service. It's their platform, you know what I mean? So they... So like I was talking about, it should be a utility, right? To where it can't yeah. be privatized. So, yeah, technically, they're, they're, they're in their legal rights. But, I mean, like, a lot of people have been saying, you know, Jimmy Dore was saying it. You, Joe Rogan's also a proponent. <laughs> like, a lot of people he's talked to. Um, and just a lot of people, you know, on the internet are concerned... Uh, about their own shit getting pulled or like what what is okay to say now without you know being deplatformed and like the you know youtube um especially is just such a huge platform if you get teared down from that that's like most of your viewers that you're pretty much yeah you kind of cease to exist on like online some prank dudes i watch have you heard of the nelk boys no you've you've shown you some of them right they got deplatformed on YouTube because they did. They went actually. They snuck into Google and pretended to be employees and did videos. Oh shit! <laughs> so like, I guess you're not allowed to do illegal shit and post it or whatever. Yeah. But uh, they got deplatformed. They had to make their own website and upload their own videos through all their own stuff to keep making money and stuff. So it's kind of interesting how much power they really do have. Damn. Because some people are making livings off that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And oh, some people were getting like, kicked off for livings. even mentioning Alex Jones. I, I heard. Damn. Like later and after this scandal and shit, which yeah. I'm surprised. I don't know what, because Joe Rogan talks some shit on YouTube. So like, yeah. And people that work there, I'm like, oh, I'm like, what if he got pushed off? That'd be crazy. Yeah, that w- it, dude. Honestly, I think they There'd know that there would be huge back. uproar, dude. Yeah. Like Joe Rogan, oh, like he's probably one of like, you know, the loudest voices in all of like American pop culture. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's so many people that follow that Joe guy. Joe Rogan for president. 
Yeah. No, crazy. dude, he's like not down for like the presidency. Yeah, he wouldn't. At all. Want, he, he would, would, he would maybe do dude. it. He'd probably go to to like dissolve it. it. All. Yeah, dissolve it. And, like, yeah. I don't know if he could do that as president. <laughs> he just makes like a six-year-old little girl from Minnesota president <laughs> and just leaves. I like what he says about like he talks like he, he makes sense like it doesn't make sense for one person to run all of this. Yeah, especially with the um, the amount of people that we have now in society, yeah. you know, in the whole country, like. Hundreds of millions of people versus, you know, back in the day when there were, like, tribes and stuff and you have, like, 30 people, you know, it's a lot easier to have, like, one head honcho that calls all the shots. Yeah. And it, it makes, like, sometimes it makes logistical sense because, like, you guys need to make decisions as a tribe and, like, just have this guy be like, yeah, this is the way it is, fuckers. Get in line. Hmm. Go get me some wood. To chop peace. it up. It's peaceful. Give me a deer, bitch. <laughs> what would, so they would... In yeah. order for that to change, they would have to take some start LSD regulating YouTube. Whole the government would have to, right? Regulating what? YouTube. Uh, I mean, like, if the government would were to step in, it would be that, like, you know, they have to have some kind of, um, like, I, I don't know. People are talking about it or just thinking about what it could possibly be. You know, for maybe they're not allowed to buy out any more companies or something and uh, stuff like not, that. Not necessarily. I mean, it could be that, or you could like there could be a law saying to like the platform somebody like that they need to go through some kind of like a trial legal by um yeah legal process you know due process. Well, that's what that Roar dude was that his name something Jimmy Door Door yeah that's what he was saying right it was like there's no there hasn't been a not trial. I forget what the word he used, uh, but like there hasn't been a due process. Due process. Yeah. yeah, like there hasn't been something to to show if this is right or wrong or what we're even doing. Like they kind of just choose to do it on their own. Yeah, thoughts. Which yeah. is that's kind of scary. But it is. I mean, I'm sure Alex Jones has enough of a following and money to. That was the other point that was interesting was when they said silencing him yeah. is the wrong thing. Like silencing <laughs> him is the wrong thing. Like it almost yeah. creates more um, what they call it the appeal. Martha Stewart or Barbara Streisand effect. Do you remember them talking about that? Where like oh, when you try yeah. to get, when you try to control something or like keep it away from people, it makes them want it more. And like right, yeah, that was kind of interesting. So I wonder they what did what that with our with Barbie. Him. Barbara Streisand. They did that with our Barbie. Somebody her house. Don't touch Barbie. Like Poor Barbie. Don't touch Hopefully Barbie's Hopefully we hair. don't get deplatformed. Dude. She cloned her dog. She's crazy. I would clone Mowgli, dude, if I had that money. Yeah, clone me one. I'll take <laughs> Just one. give everyone a Mowgli. You like Mowgli? Hey, here you go. Here's one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, would you, if you could clone him and then genetically, like, modify him to have, like, a specific trait, would you? He's perfect. Like, anyway. like, actually, maybe. I might make him more cuddly. Yeah, bigger more balls. Cuddly. Like, yeah. more let him, <laughs> let him pick me up. I don't think dick. I would clone him and give him out because part of it's that's cool. It's like that's my Mowgli. Aren't like. cat dicks like supposed to be really weird? Like they have like barbs on them or some shit. Yeah, it should hurt. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that one time. I don't know though. I think what happens too is they like they come out and then when they come back in, they like get all tied up in like the woman's oh. the, the cat's intestines on the inside. Oh, that's so that's why they get all stuck <laughs> and they're like. Ah! That's why they're freaking really? out. Really? No. Yeah. no they're not barbing their intestines. <laughs> their dick. No, I just mean it's like caught up in some shit in there. I don't know. Dude. Just stirs the pot. <laughs> stirs the all guts, their organs. Dude. <laughs> 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 
right, can we get out of here? I'm fucking <laughs> yeah. tired. Oh, what dude. a good note to end on. Yeah, Jesus, bro. damn. Thank you for coming on and enlightening yeah. us. Yeah, that's just super interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and don't the forget bar- the barber penises. I'm talking. Oh about. yeah, yeah, dude, cats. <laughs> don't forget to spay and neuter. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Good night. Good luck. All right. Good night. Later.